Greetings, Bronze and Modern Gods. I'm John. <laughs> Hi, John. I'm Richard. That's Richard. <laughs> you sound a little maudlin today. Don't I'm you? a little burnt out. Oh, by the way, that's why we haven't had a show until uh, Wednesday morning. <laughs> burnt out, man. Uh, by the way, uh, th- uh, thanks for following us at Bronze and Modern Gods on Facebook and Instagram. If you have not already, thanks for liking this video. Thanks for subscribing. And thanks for all the questions asking where the heck we were on Friday and Monday. Um, you know, it's our topic today. Are we all starting to suffer from comic collecting burnout? Yay or nay? We want to hear from you. We're going to tell you our experiences. Uh, and we've got our underrated books of the week. We've got the 25-year rule. I don't mean to sound so blah. I thought it would be funny to riff on the title at the beginning. <laughs> so get the energy up here with our hot book of the week. Richard, what is it? All right, the hot book this week is Avengers number 62. This is the first appearance of Mbaku. Gesundheit. Uh, pardon? Gesundheit. <laughs> uh, Mbaku is uh, is leader of one of the tribes of um, of Wakanda, and he was a very popular character in the movie. Um, there are rumors out there now that uh, at some point Sh- uh, Shuri is going to pass the mantle of Black Panther to Mbaku. Uh, and because of that, this book has been spiking here in the, the last week or so. Uh, I'm I I think it's a good this book is a good fit for him as a character. I think he's a solid support character, but I just don't see him being uh, the replacement for um, for uh, Bozeman. It's 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 it doesn't doesn't fit um, in the comic book. He is known as Man Ape, and I just you know I just don't see that fitting in in the the current Marvel. A little dated. A little bit. <laughs> Perhaps problematic in 2022. A little. And I, I think that's primarily the reason why I think I think Marvel has other um, easier to, to digest ideas for the next Black Panther. And um, but I still see Mbaku being a, a, a character in the second movie and, and going on where he was. Like I said, he was very personable in the first movie. I think he he uh, struck himself as an ally to uh, to uh, the Black Panther. So I I see this is a good spec on that aspect. They should change it to a crypto ape. <laughs> uh, no, please don't. Um, this book is tough in in high grades. Uh, there are only two nine point eights on the census at this point out of four hundred and fifty graded books. Uh, there are there are no GPA sales for 9.8. Uh, 9.6 is the highest, which is October of last year was was a thousand and twenty bucks. But there are a lot of sales of the mid range books here in the last month or so. 7.0 to 5.0. Strangely enough, a 7.0 and a 5.0 have been trading for about two hundred and fifty dollars. So there doesn't seem to be a lot of selective <laughs> um, buyers out there. The prices fluctuate so much in this in this title. And I, I think it's going to continue to fluctuate. This is an interesting book because uh, jungle action five, the first mm-hmm. uh, black Panther in jungle action actually reprints this book. Mm-hmm. And it's not the first solo black Panther new story. That's jungle action six. 
So it's kind of it's kind of been out there already, the reprint version of it. And so to see this, the, it's funny, only two 9.8s are out there. I imagine that number is going to grow exponentially in the next month or so. It is not a tough book. Uh, the, this run of Avengers in the 60s to 80s is not 1960s to 80s, but number 60 mm -hmm. to number 80 or something. Plentiful. I used to see these clogging bins everywhere. You don't think that you don't think this is a potential replacement for T'Challa in the MCU. You still think no. it's going to be Shuri? I, I think the odds of it being Shuri are greater. Um, I, I think, you know, Marvel has been giving clues. I think the What If series, in my opinion, eliminated um, Killmonger. Sorry. I, I, I think, I think uh, the What If series eliminated Killmonger as a choice just because they're painting him as a villain. They, he's you know, always been a villain, you know, right. or an anti-hero at, at best. Yes, he is. Yes, I would say an anti-hero at best. And and I and I just don't see. Um, I just don't. It's like it, it would be like them picking Malcolm X as, as the next character. I, I just don't see them uh, accepting that level of comp of uh, moral complexity. Well, for, before you put all your eggs in the Shuri basket, I mm -hmm. will encourage you and everyone else to Google Letitia Wright uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and look at the news this week before. Yeah. Yeah. Really? She's off the set again uh, in Atlanta. Just take a look at the news stories. I'm not going to get into it, but uh, she's yeah. not, not building a good case for herself. Yeah. She's, she seems to be following in that same Brie Larson's uh, mold. Um, I, 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 if not her, then potentially someone else. Uh, but I just don't see it being Baku. Uh, I don't see it being uh, Killmonger. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Now you remember this: if whatever they're 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 doing, they've planned it already, got scripts written. Um, so even even with her with Letitia's um, problems in terms of fitting this role, it may already be a, a done deal. Are we far enough way or away from the death of Chadwick Boseman to even consider a recast, or is it still too raw and he's, he's just too symbolic? I think you could you could get away with a recast if you had a character if if Michael B. Jordan had hadn't played Killmonger, he was perfect, right? Yeah, he would have been the perfect replacement for for Chadwick Boseman. I think that would have been a great fit. Uh, it would be. Because uh, you need somebody with energy, with with some star power already ready to overcome the inertia from the first movie. So um, I don't know who they would pick. Uh, you know, um, at this point, uh, it's 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 going to be interesting to see what direction. Of course, they could pick a nobody and just and they could knock it out of the parks as easily. Um, you know, but we'll we'll see. I I I still think we're eliminating options. And I think Mbaku and uh, Kill Killmonger just just don't fit the Marvel that that uh, wants to push the MCU forward. All right. Well, just thinking about it and all the uh, complications and trouble this franchise has had already, I'm feeling a little burnout. Aren't you, Richard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, so that leads us to our main topic. <laughs> comic book burnout it is real folks it is a real thing 
we are finishing up year two of the pandemic and Richard and I kind of, we talk all week long. It's not like we don't talk in between episodes and we just kind of came upon this uh, subject organically during our conversations. We're feeling burnout. What are you guys feeling? Um, let's talk about it. One weird thing for me, my buying of back issues has really slowed down. And it's a very strange reason why my buying has slowed down because um, I'm still going to comic shops. I'm still buying stuff here and there. But Instagram is, you know, usually when you guys watch the show and listen to the show, you know, I buy a lot from Instagram and from live sales. My Instagram updated and live sales don't show up for me anymore in stories at, at the top. I have to now scroll all the way to the wow. right continually before I see the live sales. And I yes. don't know. It seems to be a problem that only I am having on this. Yeah. On my phone, you know, they show up there at the beginning like they've always have. But you've told me this has been an issue for you for a while now. Yeah. And if I switch to my personal account, they show up right in the front where they're supposed mm -hmm. to be. But on the Bronze of Modern Gods Instagram account, they're all the way at the end. I don't know if my account got flagged for some weird reason mm -hmm. or I've updated the app. I've turned off my phone and turned it on again. All you IT people. So <laughs> shut up. Uh, I have reset my router. I've done everything that you do in IT 101. I'm ready for someone from IT 201 to get to me. But yeah, it's it, that's a, a surprisingly main reason why I'm not buying a lot because it was so convenient. And I would just want a live sale. It'd be right there and I'd be watching. Uh, my bank account loves me right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it, that's unusual. Yeah. You know, I was, you know, we were talking earlier. My mailman knew me by my first name because he was showing up at my door every day dropping off packages um, got so bad that he actually gave me, he was delivered the packages in the, the U S postal boxes. You know, they have these little, little uh, crates and, and he, you know, I had, I have still have two or three of those things around here just because I would continually get books. Um, and they you know that slowed down. It slowed down dramatically. And I, and I, I don't, well, there are a number of reasons why I think it has slowed down. Um, one, you know, we're, we're moving into the holiday season and, 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 you know, people have other needs besides comic books. They have things to spend money on. Um, I know my wife wants an Apple watch for Christmas. So <laughs> yeah, she, she wants an Apple watch. So, you know, there's, there's different things you're going to spend money on. But for me, uh, one of the primary reasons is I have a, I have a list of the comics that I want to have as part of my collection. Yeah. And uh, I've achieved, you know, I've been very targeted in my purchases um, amongst all of the other stuff, of course. But um, I've, I've gotten most of the books that I want. There are some books that are out there that are, I still want. I still want Albedo number two. I still want Fantastic Four number one. But those are more aspirational books. You know, I'm, I'm, I just, I'm not going to pick either one of those up anytime soon here. Um, but, you know... Well, I mean, I think it goes beyond just books. I haven't watched Black Widow yet. I oh, know. I have not gone to see Eternals. I haven't finished Loki. I got three episodes into Loki, and I went, what am I doing? Um, I, maybe it's me. Maybe I have seasonal affective disorder. Maybe I, <laughs> I have not seen Eternals. Um, I am not excited about seeing Eternals, so it is definitely not a priority for me, which is 
which is surprising. And it's a major Marvel movie and a holiday movie. You would think, uh, you know, but eh, it really hasn't attracted me, Um, at least not from what I've read. So, yeah, there are there are a lot of reasons why, um, you know, I have slowed down my my purchases. Um, I don't buy stuff for the PC very often, although every now and then I will stick my head up because I I still go to eBay. I still Mm -hmm. look at the the listings on eBay. And every now and then I'll find somebody listing a $300 book for $80 and I will pounce on that. Yeah. Oh, Uh, you're getting lucky. I mean, my want list is just like, sure, let's mortgage the house. Uh, (laughs) Like for example, you know, cap 212, the 35 cent variant. One of them came up on eBay the other week. It was a 9.0. It was not the the blank banner version, the regular 35 cent variant. And they wanted $4,000 for it. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. uh, That's, that's another aspect of, I I think it's more than just you and I, I I think the marketing is slowing and and, and softening a bit. People aren't going to pay $4,000 for books. They would have paid that much money for in June. Yeah. it's, It's a different market. Inflation is a real thing. I mean, uh, I, I haven't. Let me let me stop everyone for a second. Hit the brakes. We are still passionate about comic books. We're oh, yeah. passionate about collecting. We're just talking about that that circular thing where it's like, ah, this is the part where we're in the dip now. the The right. emotional, the emotional dip. The market may not be in a dip, but Richard and I are both emotionally spent. <laughs> yeah, but you, yeah, and and you know something else uh, you had mentioned. Postal, the postal system right now is charging, uh, has raised their rates for the holidays. So if you're looking to ship, you're going to, you're going to pay more to ship that package. And uh, that includes, you know, eBay purchases or or what have you. So uh, it's another reason to look at places like um, um, Shortboxed. Shortboxed uh, covers shipping as part of, of their deal. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a problem. When you and I first started doing live sales a year and a half ago, um, shipping a Gemini mailer in a legal flat rate priority envelope was seven dollars and sixty five cents. Mm-hmm. It is now nine dollars plus. Uh, yeah. It's just in eighteen months. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we're seeing some big books that went crazy high actually reflect this new low i mean eternals number one is down mm-hmm. uh, eternals three is down you have in the notes amazing spider-man 300 which was like a sure bet what's happened to that book yeah it's it you know it's it was at, at its peak almost nine thousand dollars for a 9.8 and it's dropped down to five thousand which were where it was a year ago so it's not all doom and gloom, though. I love that you added this to the show notes because I was all negative. You added positives. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of positives. You know, uh, I think 20, 2022 is a year that Marvel has a lot of reveals. They have a lot of content they're going to hit us with through the course of the year. You know, we got great things like She-Hulk, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, we've got um, Hawkeye and, you know, we've got the star Wars uh, there's a number of star Wars properties that are coming out. So I think, I think Marvel is, is ramping up for a busy 2022 and that's going to mean there's going to be a lot of opportunities uh, for, you know, new keys to show up for the keys that are out there to increase in value. Um, It's, it's, it looks bright in that regards. Um, Silver age keys 
you have, you've got this. No, I sorry, I'm interrupting you because I I'm so excited about the, your next point. Silver Age keys are increasing in value, and that's something we always talk about on the show. So I, it's nice to have a little uh, pat on the back for the two of us. Yes, def, de definitely. Um, the Silver Age keys are are the the gold standard out there right now. Um, go out and buy those those uh, early Avengers, the early Fantastic Fours. Are, are amazing right now. Silver Surfers are amazing. Uh, all those books that are keys for, for primary characters, uh, they are holding their values and increasing in value. Um, you know, Amazing Fantasy 15 is, is obviously a book. Beyond that, that, beyond that, Sergeant Fury number one is <laughs> hot right now. Mm -hmm. I, it's crazy. I, I think it's, uh, you've got strange tales, which has always been the, the, like I always say, the redheaded stepchild of the Marvel universe, you know, it's, it's getting better. I still think as of last week, you know, when we talked about strange tales, 135, the first shield, first Hydra mm -hmm. still, still bargains to be had. And that brings me to another bubber. Um, now that we're going to we're gonna go back to the bummers and that's conventions torpedo con, uh, I was a big eye opener. I didn't buy one book. Mm. Uh, the prices were insane. And I know people have to pay for booth space, but is anyone buying anything? Are they just there to show off? Um, and you and I are going to San Diego comic con special edition over Thanksgiving weekend. Please mm. say hi. If you see us um, and who's going to be there. Yeah. They're really, really, really closed mouth about the whole thing. Uh, they have not revealed the panels, at least as far as I know. We have, you know, there are no real big names I see for the artists that are showing oh. up. So, and, and for the, you know, I, when I went in to buy my ticket, I went in hot. You know, I was sitting there in, you know, all prepared to, to battle my way for my tickets. Yeah, they, yeah, I didn't have to. They, did, they didn't sell out. Tickets so, are still available. Yeah. So you know, that's hotels, the first. Hotels are still available across the street. Um, it, it's nuts. No exhibitors have spoken up and said they're going. If you're an exhibitor and you're going, tell us in the comments. We want to know. We'll help promote you. Uh, it's going to be weird. It is going to be weird. And um, part of this is because of the devastation that COVID has wrought on any California uh, event. Um and this is two years now that that Comic Con has, has suffered because of COVID. And, and well, I think it's going to be. I, I think that's going to be less of a. I live out here, so I think it's going to be less of an impact than we think. Um, you now need proof of vaccination and mm -hmm. and or a, a negative test within seventy two hours to go to this convention. Mm -hmm. uh, we just went to go see the monkeys at the Greek theater the night before last, and they were checking vaccinations at the door and everyone had masks off. It was actually really comfortable and kind of weird after all that time. <laughs> so I think West coast is the best coast. We're in a better place when it comes to that. Please don't bring your diseased bodies over here. You know, I'm, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try to get my booster before I get there. Um, yeah. So it's, what's, it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to the show. Um, just, just to, um, just I to be able to participate. You. Yeah, we haven't seen. I haven't seen oh. you for uh, since you were here last. Yeah, May. Um, last yeah, year. or is it this year? <laughs> <laughs> All a blur. <laughs> Another positive, and I've noticed. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching, John. The CGC um, 
turnaround times have been going down as, right. as people start to submit less books. People aren't submitting a hundred books at a time, uh, potentially as they, as they were for a while there. You have that as a pro. I have that as a con without the announcement, uh, because I used to submit books so much during this lockdown that, you know, how your postman knows your name. Mm-hmm. My UPS guy gave me his cell phone number. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and, and I gave him mine. And, he, and if I'm at the gym or something when I'm not home and he's coming with a CGC package, he'll text me and say, do you want me to throw it over the fence? You know, stuff like that. That's how, you know, make sure you tip these guys at Christmas. Um, that's how close. But I haven't submitted anything in eight months because I did not want to deal with it. So, yeah, I, I, yeah it is a positive now. It was a con. It is a positive now. I want to see how the grading is like. Yeah, they've hired a lot of people. Uh, you know, and, and another positive, I think, uh, people have invested $500 million into CGC. So they would obviously wouldn't invest that kind of money if they didn't think there were some long-term gains to be had. Yeah. So, you know, don't focus on the short-term. Things things uh, are very, very cyclical in the collector market. And, and we'll see things uh, start ebbing, you know, moving uh, upward. Um, the other the the other positive that I had is that you know if if you are in a market if you're sitting on a little cash, now's the time to pick up those keys because they are going to be uh, potentially depressed in val- in 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 the overall cost. Uh, for example, yeah. a something killing killing the children number one was going for about thirteen hundred dollars when I bought mine. Um, <laughs> it's it's down wow. to you know, eight to $900 right now. So if you want, if you want that book, you think that book has some long-term potential, which like I, I do uh, it's, it's a good time to buy that kind of book because when we have the bounce back in, in spring uh, we're going to see those books go up back up again. I, you know, all this uh, gloom and doom talk with a little ray of sunshine is our way of telling you we're going to have a live sale this Friday. <laughs> November 19th, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Help us get out of our uh, comic collecting winter blahs uh, by hanging out with us this Friday for Bronze and Modern Gods live sale. Again, that's the 19th this Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Right, Richard? That's right. I need spending money for the SDCC trip, so (laughs) please stop by. Um, I'll have a lot of variety. Um, Yeah, and I'll have a ton of stuff you guys know how we do we just want to hang out with you guys anyway maybe you can cheer us up and get us motivated again maybe you'll even find this next book during the live sale which is part of the 25 year i will tell you i'm not selling this book <laughs> no, this this book is pretty. This book is uh pretty bad. Yeah, don't don't come to the live sale expecting to find this book. It is Silver Surfer Superman number one. Why do I think we've done this before for the twenty five year old? I did not remember that I we had. Think we have because I think our main complaint was Silver Surfer Superman, the power cosmic with the mightiest mortal and they're meeting and you're going to have Thanos versus Mephisto, right? You're going to have, not Thanos, you're going to have Darkseid. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, Jim Starlin. Uh, Darkseid versus Mephisto. You're going to have Drax. 
versus Lobo. Nope. You're going to have Mr. McSpittalick and the Impossible Man as your villains. Oh, my goodness. This book is this book is. Um, We've done this before. I think we have a rerun right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I no, that's OK. Let's talk about it. You, people see this is why we're burnt out. We're looping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this 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 book is um, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's it's it's, it's in a unit. It's um, a story where Mr. Mitzelflick tick. Mix Pitalik. Mr. Pitalik. Mix Pitalik. Mix Pitalik. Mix Pitalik. Say that backwards. Um, <laughs> or if you, there's two ways to pronounce it. There's the original way and the other way. Uh, it used to be Mixies Pitalik. Okay. And then somewhere along the line, it got bastardized to Mix Pitalik. If some people still say Mixies Pitalik, you know what? We've done this book before. Go find it in the quarter bin. Leave us alone. It's time for our underrated books of the week. Richard, what do you have? Oh man, man! Oh wow, this totally dissonant. That's, that's the awesome. lamest twenty-five year rule we've ever done. <laughs> you know what? It just proves how burnout we are. Oh my goodness. Okay, um, this book I picked individually. There's, there is another streamer, uh, Bryce from Bryce Comics. Uh, he has a, a a list that he does every week. And I did, I picked this first and then I looked and I saw this book also on his list. Um, I respect him. He does a great job. And um, so I'm, I'm kind of pumped the fact that uh, we both picked the same book at, uh, on the, at the same, same moment. And that is Swordmaster number one from 2019. Yep. Uh, this is the first solo title for characters, the character Swordmaster. He's a member of the new agents of Atlas. Uh, he wields this giant green sword. Uh, which he really doesn't know how to use very well. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> uh, there's there's speculation around this character as um, there is a Screen Rant article where they uh, hint at this is really strange. Swordmaster taking up the the mantle of Iron Fist. There is a um, new Iron Fist coming. Yeah, so there was there was some there was some potential hint of that. Uh, in in um, in some some uh, work artwork that was provided by Marvel, so you know it's 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 very tenuous in my opinion, but I think this is a pretty cool book. Um, he teams up with with Shang Chi, and Shang Chi tries to teach him how to use his sword. In this book, it's, this is this is easily a dollar bid book. You can find. I went to one of my LCSs here and picked up four of them for a dollar piece uh, two years ago. Uh, it's not a hard book to, to find in that regards, but I think there's there's some real uh, potential with this, either from this this uh, Iron Fist rumor or just the general uh, New Agents of Atlas. I think we think people should be preparing for that, even though I still think it's a couple years out. I think now's the time to be buying these books. There's 28 9.8s in the census out of 30, 30 total books on uh, the CGC census, so it's not been graded very often. Um, there is a second print that is more desirable. It goes for about 60 bucks on eBay right now, list for 60. There are no graded books, at least as far as the census says. Uh, and 9.8 are $90 for this book, and they're trending upwards. Uh, so uh, potentially people, people are finding out about this book and, and starting to, to spec on it. Yeah, good. And don't sleep on Arrow either. A-E-R-O. Uh, we've covered that in our underrated books. And uh, I see that um, single issues 
are now selling for five bucks, six bucks in that run. Uh, there were some issues in that Aero run, that is A-E-R-O, uh, that have print runs as low as 13,000, maybe yeah. less. So if you see these uh, Agents of Atlas uh, solo titles out there, grab them. You, you got nothing to lose, really, if you get them a cover price or less. Yep, and look for those second prints. Like the second print of this book is around 1,300. So they're really, really low numbers for this book, New Agents of Atlas, Arrow. Um, it's because, you know, they they went to a second print. Uh, they made a, commit to a commitment to a second print, but I don't think the demand was there from the stores. So the print runs are pretty small. So it's definitely something if you come across those, pick them up, put them in your long box, and I think you'll be well rewarded. Today's Swordmaster could be tomorrow's Adam Legend of the Blue Marvel. So yeah, you never know. How you play it. My pick is the question number 17. If you have never read Denny O'Neill and Dennis Cowan's 36 issue run of the question, you are missing out. It was so good. Now, the question for those of you who are new around these parts was a Charlton Comics character from the 60s that DC Comics purchased when Charlton went under. For some time, DC was trying to figure out what to do with these characters. They were going to put them in a weekly, in their own continuity, a new weekly comic. And then they were going to do this, and they were going to do that. And finally, one of the ideas was give them to Alan Moore and see what he can do with them. And he came up with the idea for the Watchmen, which would make them completely unusable at the end of the story. So he changed all of those characters from the Charlton characters to his own unique characters. Uh -huh. So in that case, the question became Rorschach in The Watchmen, who we all know and love. Well, in this issue of The Question, The Question actually reads The Watchmen graphic novel <laughs> and makes comparisons between himself and Rorschach. They are not favorable comparisons, uh, which is the twist. It's actually a really interesting story. It's all very meta, not, uh, not Zuckerberg meta, but the original meaning of the word meta. <laughs> And uh, this is the first official Watchmen crossover appearance in DC continuity. If you really want to slice some hairs here, a 9.8 of this book sells for about $125. That is down from its high of $190 in 2019. So again, this is a slump. This is a deal. If you're a Watchmen fan, this is uh -huh. a, you should have in your collection, but everyone should have a run of the question in their collection. There is no question about it. Ah! Oh, that was bad. <laughs> why I'm here. And another reason why I'm here is to remind you of our live sale this Friday, November 19th, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific at Bronze of Modern Gods on Instagram. We will be uh, uh, drinking Red Bulls. We'll be a lot more energetic. Hopefully, this is just a couple of days worth of burnout. Uh, thanks for listening to us, guys. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I, th I think, at least for me, coming out, spending some time with you, and uh, going out to the show is going to re really revitalize, you know, my energy level just because I've always wanted to be at SDCC yeah. and this is an opportunity to do that. So, and you know, it's, it's, uh, it's nice to talk about it. I think talking about it makes it better. Very cathartic. Yes. <laughs> my therapeutic, uh, therapeutic, uh, blah, 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 blah. Hey. Thank you guys. Let us know in the comments uh, how you're feeling. Are you are you burnout? Are you still bullish? Let us know. We will read your responses. Hopefully this Friday uh, during our next episode, our bonus episode, we'll get over our uh, 
burn out and have another episode this week. What do you think? Yep. Thanks, everybody, for being patient with us. We appreciate it. We love you. Mwah! <laughs> everybody stay safe. <laughs>